0: To learn more, welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket. Saul Marquez here. Today, I have the excellent Steve Wasik on the podcast. He's the president of InfoSentience. They're at the forefront of automating computer generated analysis and communication. And most recently, they've been applying their trade and tech into healthcare. And he's here to talk to us about it. What exactly is computer generated analysis and communication? And how's it making a difference in healthcare? And obviously, I'm um, wanting to, to have everybody listening to this podcast think about what other applications this interesting technology can have to improve outcomes and, uh, and help us innovate our business processes. So with that, Steve, just uh, really thankful that you're here with us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Saul. Absolutely. So
0: you've been doing this for a while, and so I'm really curious what exactly this cutting-edge technology is and, and how it's being applied, you're, you're doing it in a lot of different other sectors and most recently in healthcare. So tell us, number one, you know, what is it? And number two, what, what's inspired your move into the healthcare space?
1: Absolutely. So the easiest way to describe what we've built is we built a technology that can analyze any data set, figure out what's important within that data set, and then talk about it and write about it just like a human being would. So one of our products that I think is the easiest to understand is writing about live sports. So on Cbsports.com, we cover professional football, college football, basketball, European soccer, a bunch of other things. And basically our system goes through the box score, figures out what was interesting, and then writes up a report just like a human being would. But There are all sorts of different reports. There's a a game preview. There's a gambling focus preview. There's a recap. There's quarterly updates, things like that. And because it's automated, we can go really deep into the data, right? So it's not just as simple as looking at the box score that used to appear in the newspaper, right? It's going through the history between these two teams, every single play of the game, every single play for that team for that season, looking at each individual player and their tendencies and what they've been up to. Things like that can all be incorporated into the final content. Mm -hmm. But when you do something like that, that's really complicated on the analysis side, with every sort of bit of complication that you add in that stage of the the content generation process, like creating more and more possibilities of things that you can talk about, it creates a much more complicated system when you have to actually figure out well, what is the, the 15 sentence story going to be and how do we arrange it because there's some things that don't make any sense to talk about in the beginning of the story that only makes sense sort of if other things have have appeared in the story other things that don't make sense once you've talked about similar things in the story so there's a lot of really really complicated aspects that go into writing that as a, at least an adult if you if you practice writing for a long time you just they become second nature and you don't even think about them but mm-hmm. there's some, some real real complexities once you've made an analysis, in actually translating that into natural language. But we think that it's really important to be able to do that because human beings really like being able to sort of read a story as opposed to just getting a data dump, right? Like if you had a, yeah. somebody who was working for you and you asked for a report on something and they just came back with 20 bullet points, right? It wouldn't help them out if they said, well, these are all the things you need to know. They're all right here. These are the 20 bullet points. That's not how we like to get information. We actually like to get information with that has sort of a beginning, middle and end that has, a, you know, a couple of main points with context on that. And so even though we've done typically in the past, we started at least um, focusing on sports and a lot of people can view that and just kind of think that that's a, a fun thing to do. But really the, the tools that are there that, that are within the AI system that we built can be applied to any data set. And, and so we've, we've done finance and, and now we're doing health at least one health product. Our first health product is actually doing automated doctor biographies. So we take information about doctors, and then we can write up a biography for them for large hospital groups that normally write these up manually. And a lot of times they don't have all of the doctor's biographies written up. And also they're not always updated, which isn't great for SEO purposes and also for accuracy. So our automated system can just rewrite them all the time. And and as they get new patient reviews, as they add new publications, whatever, or as they change locations, all these things can then be reflected in their bio automatically, which hopefully allows people to get a better sense of of which doctor they want to go to or what the qualifications of the doctors that they're looking at are. Hmm. Fascinating.
0: Steve, you know, I'm just, I'm thinking you and I have met already. So we have? I'm thinking. So so, <laughs> I'm like, this sounds so familiar, right? And so I'll ask you. So, so, were you ever in an office space in Chicago, like a shared office space?
1: You know, I I started this company in Chicago. I was never in a shared office space in Chicago. No, but I I did start out in Chicago. Although our I think of our two competitors, both of them were also in Chicago too. Are they? So so maybe yeah. it was one maybe of your was, competitors that I met. I was. Been, was it-
0: Narrative science, honestly, I don't know, but that's okay. But I'm like, I swear I've talked to this guy before, <laughs>
1: ah, <I laughs> and I it's idea. like I lived in Chicago, so it's definitely possible. Interesting, interesting.
0: Okay, now that that was just a side note. Uh, how cool would that have been, right? Yeah, um, but but yeah, I was blown away the first time I heard about this capability, and I was like, Whoa, get out of here! Are you serious? You could, you could go, you know just analyze a bunch of data and then create content. I was just like blown away. And so obviously this stuff is, is got some traction. There's no doubt there's, there's opportunity within healthcare with this. And so, you know, tell us a little bit about how you feel, you know, like what is the key opportunity here for,
1: for our healthcare audience today, Steve? Well, I think I'd actually rely on your listeners, hopefully to tell, to tell me, because I think We've really built up an expertise in the fundamental AI technology, but we definitely rely upon people who have domain expertise to really surface those individual problems that could use our our technology. I would say that some of the just general ideas that I think we we can help out with is communicating with patients at scale, right? So if you have, especially, you know, you don't know the expertise level of people who you're talking to. And so being able to communicate using natural language, something that people can just read, as opposed to try to, you know, look at data or do things on their own, anything like that can really be a benefit because our system can go in there and really tailor the communications so that it's it's not, they're not getting something that's obviously boilerplate right? Because that's another thing that turns people off. If they're just getting the same instructions that everybody else is getting, the same reminders that everybody else is getting, then it doesn't feel like something that they really need to pay attention to as much as if you can actually point to specific things within their data set, right? That they really need to know. If you can talk about their history, about how they've been doing better about on a particular metric, you know, in order to help encourage them. All these little touches that you could do so that it reads like something that that actually their doctor took the time to build just for them, people are going to have a much better response to that than something that's that's obviously just written for everybody. So I think that patient communication is, is an area that we can really help out with. But I think that there's also a lot of things we can do on the business side of things. There's a lot of reporting that has to be done within hospitals, within the medical field in general. And so I think that we can help out with that in helping to create reports and helping to analyze the financial side of healthcare. And also, you know, building on what we've already got right now, which is we're doing doctor biographies, but we think that there's a lot of ways that we can sort of pivot those bios to do different to serve different purposes. So we're we're working on that and working on trying to improve our ability, so just from a, a, a marketing standpoint, to take that doctor biography information and and repurpose it for different different use cases, depending on on what it is that they're what endpoint they're trying to get their information out to. Yeah. Makes
0: sense. And so maybe it would help to understand what, you know, the sports companies
1: are using it for mm-hmm. The finance companies. Yeah, absolutely. So we have a, a quite a few sports products, but the easiest one to think about is, is the one that we do for covering live sports. Mm-hmm. So with CBS, who we work with, you know, they're one of the largest sports sites in the country. They have a, a huge staff of people. But even for them they, they're not able to write up a preview for every single college basketball game in the country every week, for instance, mm-hmm. right because there's there's hundreds of them, and so they don't have the time to cover every particular game, and it's particularly from different angles, right? So we have gambling focus articles, we have just regular articles, we have recaps, we have quarterly updates. obviously they're not going to be able to do quarterly updates for every you know football game on the weekend. and so it's really filling in the gaps, places where They've got human beings who are writing great articles, but they're only, you know, they're only covering X percent of the game. So they're using our system to basically say, look, we've got coverage for every single game that's out there. And we're in negotiations to add a lot more sports, you know, again, because they're not able to cover all those. We're going to be doing the WNBA, for instance, next year so that, you know, all those games get coverage. So it's just really helping out to fill in those gaps and i think that that's again something that that could translate pretty easily to healthcare like for instance with the bios right like they write bios uh, at iu health for instance who are work with are working you know they have a lot of doctor bios but most doctors don't right so they just don't right. have the they don't have the personnel to be able to write up thousands of doctor biographies and let alone update them, right? So that's where our system can come in and fill those gaps where it's just too difficult to have human beings do all this writing. Sure, yeah, it
0: makes a lot of sense. It's uh, like high quantity things that need reporting or, or stories. And that's why maybe you were thinking about this niche of patient communication where, mm-hmm. you know, you have population health management, for instance, where you're wanting to keep a group healthy, uh, managing chronic conditions, for example, like what what exactly are you pushing out to these people? Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a system in place that you are texting or emailing or, you know, working through voice assistance to, you know, ma- just check in. And maybe what you're saying is that you can help personalize that message rather than make it boilerplate. Exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. And then also on the other side, you have coverage. Like, you know, it sounds like a good piece of it is, is, is article writing. The opportunity might be from a content development perspective. And today, to earn trust, you really, you really need to do it through content and adding value. And if you're not doing it, you're getting left behind.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. And so as you approach the the field of healthcare, what would you say is, I guess, the thing that makes you guys different? How is it that you would be able to, to offer value to the listeners? And, and, you know, think about it from the perspective of, of not just the hospitals and providers, but also companies in healthcare that are wanting to make a difference with patients, but also shareholders, et cetera.
1: Well, I think that our key competitive advantage is just the overall quality of the types of reports that we can build so we've devoted a tremendous amount of time building up our AI technology as opposed to sort of building up our client list and so we we spent about 5 years building up a whole brand new system and it really allows for a very high level of complexity so if you look at the reports that we build on CBS sports for instance i mean these go directly onto the website and they need to stand up or they need to Read as though they were written by a human being. They don't right. want anything on there that's obviously robotic, that's super repetitive, that's, that's sort of cookie cutter, the same thing every time. We also have a report for the Chicago Mercantile Exchange doing commodity reports, which are very complex. So we have the capability to really deal with any issue, like no matter how complex the data is. If, if you can, basically, we say if you can teach a human being to look at these numbers and then write up a report then we can do the same thing. And I think that's our big competitive advantage. It really doesn't matter how complicated the data is or how complicated the reporting or communication needs to be, our system can handle it.
0: Love it. Yeah, it's interesting. So folks, if you're hearing this interview today and you're thinking, oh my gosh, this would be unbelievable X because of Y, because of Z, certainly let's take advantage of the opportunity to explore this uh, technology So tell us where people could get in touch with you.
1: Well, uh, we do have a a website, infosentience.com. My email is just my name with that after. So it's Steve Wasick at infosentience.com. So anybody can email me there. I think that's about it. We don't have a, I mean, I've got a LinkedIn page, but we don't have a Twitter or any social media. No, that's uh,
0: perfect. That's perfect.
1: Somebody can just email me there and, uh, or go on the website and we do have an email address there as well. So that's the easiest way to do it.
0: Yeah, and I wanted to put that out there right now just because, hey, we're talking about it. So you guys are looking for ways to to leverage this technology. And folks, if you feel like there's an opportunity, reach out. Consider the technology that you're using, Steve, what would you say is the biggest setback or you know, thing that you've learned out of how it works and what people should keep in mind when considering it?
1: Our, our biggest setback was just how long it took us to build sort of the re- recent version of, of the technology that we have. I, I started this company back in 2011, so it's almost been nine years, and came up with a pretty good technology that, that CBS actually picked up for their fantasy sports system. And it worked really well. And I was like, Oh, I've got a new idea. And I just kind of figured it'd be six months or so because it was going to, it was just like an improvement on what I already (laughs) built. And it ended up being just sort of, uh, just, just really, really complicated. And so uh you know it ended up being about 5 years to build the new system and and that was a big setback for us as a company because mm-hmm. sort of the whole time we were just sort of like a research project essentially disguised as a company even though we already had you know technology that was out that entire time and producing millions of articles during that that time period we still were sort of hungered down trying to trying to get the new technology built out we definitely learned a lot from that and 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 the fact of the matter is At the end of the day, even with our new technology, which is very, very flexible, any project is still going to have to be built sort of using kind of from the ground up, right? Like every project is still going to require, you know, understanding the specific needs of that client, what they're trying to communicate, what data points are important to them, where that data is located, whether there's any public data out there that we can leverage to give the, the articles more context or more richness all these things need to be built out every time. And I think that, that we had sort of dreams of kind of like having this AI that could kind of do this for anything. And it, it is it is more flexible than most. And, and it is it does help us in some ways to get a jump start on new projects. But at the end of the day, anything that we do, particularly in the healthcare space, is going to still need to be somewhat from scratch. And that's okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, but I mean, once you do the work, then that's where the magic happens,
1: right? Absolutely. There's you just press the button. So, you know, like within the fantasy space, which is our largest, still our largest product in terms of scale, you know, we produce more than well over a million unique articles every week. When um, More than a
0: million every week.
1: More than one million every week. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) That's insane. Wow. And on CBS, like, you know, at some points we're doing over 5,000 a week. And so there's, there are some points where you know, the majority of the content on CBS Sports is actually written by our computer during, you know, when all the sports overlap.
0: Man, that is just unbelievable. I was, th- I thought you were going to say a year and I was going to be impressed. You said a week, I'm like, what? Yep. <laughs> that is unbelievable. And so then there's a component of it too, where you could look at numbers and garner some sort of analysis based off of those numbers too, right? So, oh, absolutely. yeah, like, hey, based off of this data feed, Here's an article.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Man, it, one of the things just to, to for your listeners, I think that's important is that I say that the we our technology is really great for situations where there's a thousand things that could happen, a hundred things that did happen, and you want to talk about the most important or interesting 15, mm-hmm. right? So just to differentiate and or explain when our technology is needed and when it isn't, if, even if you have a really complicated data set, if you can boil that down to a couple key numbers, right, you don't really need our our system. Right. It's really in a case like in sports, for instance, you can't say, OK, well, what was the what was the one number? I mean, you can talk about, OK, this was the point total, but that doesn't really tell the story of the game. Right. right. There's all these other little components that go into telling the story of a particular football game, for instance. And so that's a, the type of complex data sets where our system can really, really help out. And, and, I'm you know, when you're talking about patient data, talking about trying to set up communications for them. I think that that's a, a lot of situations are like mm-hmm. that with patients where there's, you know, you're talking about hundreds of data points in terms of testing information, in terms of, you know, the history of what they've been doing in terms of all of their individual demographic information, all of that. All these things matter, right? And mm-hmm. how many doctor visits they've had and what's happened in those doctor visits. I mean, the data just piles up, right? right. And so to to really tell a coherent story about what they need to know or what's important for them, Really requires, you know, doing a deep, deep analysis, and then also sort of picking and choosing what are the most important things that this person really needs to know, and then of course our AI can then arrange it into something that that reads like it was written up by their doctor. Very cool. So, what are you most excited about today? I well, I'm I'm excited to get to talk to you here, Saul, because I I, I do <laughs> hope that that your listeners can hear this and come up with some ideas. It's, it's not even so much what what. Uh, the things that we're thinking of that are that we're excited about. It's more that we've got this really great technology. And we think that as more and more people hear about it, that they're going to come up with really cool ideas of their own that they're going to talk to us about and, and that hopefully we can work on.
0: Love it. Well, the invitation is there, folks. Connect with Steve and find out more about what is possible. And that's the only way you get things done is you, you figure out what's out there and you explore the possibilities. And this is one that, that I'm very intrigued by. And you're better than, than either Steve and I to come up with how you could use this. You're, you're, in the, you're dealing with the issues. You're dealing with the opportunities. Reach out to see what it is that you guys could collaborate on. Steve, leave us with the closing thought. And uh, you obviously already shared how you could get in touch, how the listeners could get in touch with you, but it's worth repeating here.
1: Yeah, I think uh, people can get in touch with me at my email, which is stevewasik at infosentience.com. And they can also go on to the website, which is www.infosentience.com. That's I-N-F-O-S-E-N-T-I-E-N-C-E.com. And I think, uh, as far as a closing thought goes, I, I, I would just say that I would just reiterate that I'm, I'd be really interested to see what, what people can come up with because it's, it's so exciting. Every, I feel like every meeting that we've ever had with people where we tell them people who have, who have problems within an industry where they, they hear about this technology, it really gets their wheels turning. Right. And they usually can think, okay, if I had a hundred human analysts, what could I do? you know, that I couldn't do right now, if I, let's say I just had 100 analysts that were working for free, right? What what could I do? And, you know, usually, if you have that thought in your head, right, and you think about it for a second, usually, the answer is a lot, right? And so that's the kind of fun part about our job. And really, that we've just sort of begun, because like I said, we were kind of tucked away for, for many years. And we're just sort of getting out there and letting people know about what it is that we can do. And so it's it's really exciting talking to people who are experts in their field and hearing about the particular problems that they have and, and figuring out ways to solve them.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, Steve, we appreciate you sharing this with us. I mean, it's, it's great to know the technologies that are available to better outcomes and and uh, business innovation. And uh, we're grateful that you're sharing this with us today. And. And certainly I look forward to hearing from the listeners and also reach out to Steve. He gave you how to do it. You could get the show notes. Just go to outcomesrocket.health and in the search bar, type in info sentience and uh, you'll be able to find that or just type in Steve and uh, all the info will come up. So Steve, thanks again. Really appreciate you jumping on with us today and uh, certainly rooting for you and, and the work that you've got going on. Hey, thanks so much, Saul. Really appreciate your time. Let us do the technical busy work behind the scenes while you share your genius on the mic and take the industry stage. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more.